Mic check one two one two. Mic check one two one two. How are we doing today, my beautiful people, gentlemen and ladies, ladies and gentlemen? I hope you guys are having a wonderful day, wherever you may be listening, however you may be listening, whether you're out and about doing your business, right, running your errands, getting a haircut, whether you you know throwing out the trash, walking your dog, doing what you're doing. You know, I appreciate you for tuning in because you could be doing anything else in the world. You could be listening to anyone else. You could be doing anything, you know, just whatever you may be doing, whatever you guys normally do, but you decided to listen to me, put on an episode of my content. And to me, man, that's it's more than an honor. It's a privilege. So with that being said, man, I have a very special lady in the building with us today. Now, fellas, this is someone that I've known for quite a while. While we haven't communicated for that long, I've known this person for if my memory serves me right, a little bit over, ever since 2012, 13, right around that time. So we're looking, we're talking about the better part of nine, 10 years, fellas. So this is someone that I've known for quite a while. And as, for, as well as part of her family members, y'all may know that some of her family members have been interviewed on my show. So. It's been a long time coming. This episode has been a long time coming. Actually, I wanted to interview her a while ago, uh, probably towards the beginning parts of the summer, but due to my personal situations, that just wasn't able to be done at the time. But with that being said, I know y'all tired of hearing me talk. Y'all want to listen to her and shit, so I want to let her introduce herself. Go ahead, do your thing, sis. Hello, my name is Angie. How you guys doing you know, on this fine, beautiful Monday over here? <laughs> Let's get it. Let's get it. I know you probably a little shy and shit. Like, I know this probably, like, something you normally don't do, but it's all good. I'm a, I'm a, uh, we're going to work that shyness out of your system. So it's all good. But, Angie, I wanted to start with how you're doing. You know, I got three areas that I want to touch on, you know, before we go into anything else as to see, like, how you're doing and stuff like that. Physically, emotionally, and mentally. And I don't know which one you want to start with. You want to start with emotionally, like how are you doing out of 10? Physically, how are you doing out of 10? And mentally, how are you doing out of 10? You can start with whichever one you want. Let's see. Mentally, I don't know. I guess you could say 1 out of 10. I'm a good, I'm a good in between. But I would say like a good 7 or a 7. 7? 6 or a 7. 6, 7? 6, 7. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just trying to better myself, trying to better my mindset as well. Physically... I know, body-wise and everything, I'm, I guess you can say I'm okay, I'm healthy. I've been slacking a little bit, just messing up my diet, too, since I haven't been to the gym, bro. I haven't been to the gym since, like, summer and everything. Mm-hmm. Only went one time, and that's it. Oh, shit. Procrastinating, but too busy, I guess. Just, I don't know. It, it, it it's just too much. Sometimes <laughs> mentally, physically, and emotionally, yeah, I'm a very emotional person, so that's what's low-key, well, messes mm. me up and separates me from literally everything because mm. i worry and focus too much about my emotions and then like i'm an overthinker too like yeah so many thoughts running through my head and just like i can't focus on one thing instead i'm thinking this and that and that instead of being centered in everything i'm just too worried about my future too worried about my past and i'm supposed to be balanced you know something like that but that's just basically how my perspective Nah, I get I get you 100 percent. And I kind of want to backtrack just a little bit mm-hmm. into, you know, physically, because you mentioned, you know, you haven't been to the gym in a little mm-hmm. minute. Right. 
So you said since the summer you went, you said you went one time? Only went one time and that's it. I didn't even go back. <sighs> Man. See, the thing about it is, like, especially for me, because the gym is, to me, is just as important as almost everything that I do, right? To me, the gym is, like, uh, such a huge part of my life that, you know, I feel like if I don't go to the gym, man, I feel like everything in my life just crumbles, right? If I don't go to the gym, I can't perform. You know, in school, I can't think straight. You know, the way that I think of myself, you know, when I wake up, I look in the mirror, I'm like, damn, I look good, but... I stopped going to the gym for three or four or five days and I look in the mirror, I'm like, damn, what the fuck is going on? What is this? You know what I'm saying? And all of that just adds up, right? The way that I perform in school, I can't think straight, I can't do my work properly, you know, when I'm in you know, when I'm trying to do just with anything, with everything that I do, you know, from the way I act when I'm with people, when I'm at work, I can't, you know, I start making mistakes that I normally wouldn't make at work. Simple, you know what I'm saying, simple mistake that maybe consider fundamentals at what I do at my job, I'll start messing them up because I ain't been to the gym in a while, which is, you know, weird because some people, you know, they get into a routine with work and they're just, they're able to do it, you know, because they've been doing it for a while. But even though I may be doing, I maybe have been doing something for a long time, when I stop going to the gym, it's like it all goes to shit, for lack of a better word, right? But <laughs> I think, and I want to get your thoughts on it, like, what it, what do you think why do you think that is that you know that you haven't been able to go as much as you want to because you know i see i can see it right now that you want to be able to go you know a lot more but why do you think that is like you know what has hindered you in that aspect trust me like i would love to go and everything i'm trying to look for different gyms and everything too. it's <laughs> not just the budget and everything yeah it's just low-key like the environment the people to be honest that's just how i see it. i like to be surrounded with people that just all right, I'm not worried about me. Like, you're obviously there just by your, for yourself. Nobody else is going to put in the work for you and all that shit, basically. Right. But what I mean is, like, I don't really like distractions. I just like to be in the room and not be known or anything, mm-hmm. basically. I don't like to be looked at or anything. Obviously, but that's just whatever. That's just how the world is. Yeah. But I just don't. I like to be not to be noticed, but noticed at the same time. I just, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. So <laughs> back to problem or whatever is yeah. just people basically man it, it's almost like the environment may not be the the environment that you want so that you can go work out and if i think you know from from what i'm getting it's like the environment just isn't there you know what i'm saying and if i could suggest anything you know i would you know i would say like try to find like a new environment and shit that's gonna make you comfortable that's gonna you know that's gonna and surround yourself with people that's going to, you know, help you get to that. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's a trainer, if you want to invest into that or look into that. Whether it's just people that you know that, you know, that may work out themselves that, you know, that go to the same gym that you go to or may go to a different gym. Or whatever it may be, just people that want to fuck with you and want to work out with you. Not just with the working out shit, but with, you know, all aspects. And we're going to get into that a little bit later. You know what I'm saying? But just with that, you know, with the gym right now, it's like when you work out with people and I found that working out with people for me personally I don't like doing it too much but it is it's a different feeling and it does feel great working out with people the only reason I don't do it is because it does slow you down mm-hmm. even because you know I like to move fast and mm-hmm. I like to do what I do but working out with people may slow you down a little bit but but when you got them next to you they'll encourage you they'll say you know you know to hit that PR you know to get those yeah. deadlifts in make sure you don't skip or set you know make sure you don't skip mm-hmm. reps shit like yeah. that you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I do want to pivot into, you know, mentally. 
you know you mentioned wait what was your rating when you gave yourself a mental score I was it again six or seven six or seven seven you know how come that ain't at a 10 you know because i know we ain't everybody ain't perfect and shit yeah, and you ain't gonna be perfect but you know what how would you say that it's like kind of towards the middle and shit you know what i'm saying and oh sorry not to cut you off but i simply asked it just because like mental health is just super important you know what i'm saying so you know i want to let you speak into that if you don't mind it's just that i don't know ever since i graduated or just like turn 18 literally Mm -hmm. like my whole life changed and everything i just view shit differently Nah, go ahead. Nah, we free, man. We, we, you free to cuss. Trust (laughs) me. Nah, you good. You good. Like, oh, your mind. Could you speak a little closer to the mic? Yeah. That's like what I was saying. Like, I just been going through so much shit. Like, I got too much in my plate. Good shit and bad shit. And I'm just, I'm tired of letting everything get to me because I spent my whole childhood just worrying about my family and everything when the focus should have been on me. And that's why I'm like emotionally like not mentally stable or whatever like right now i'm barely, barely trying to heal myself and everything right. from that because i've been so worried on my mom i've been so worried on my sister and my dad my family and everything the biggest is just my mom like my mom just messed me up and everything like you know we've heard yeah. the story before yeah. between all my nah, family 100%, and all of that 100 yeah i've just been the only different child from everything and they just view me differently which is i don't know everything is just boiling up to right now are you really affecting me right now that's just how I see it. And you, you mentioned something, right? Mm-hmm. From high school, you know, from your senior year, for well, from graduating all yeah. the way to college, that you, you know, just that little, I guess you could say, three, four-month period of, you know, because it's, it's a transition. Because I know for me, at least for me personally, I had the luck and I had the, you know, I'm grateful that the transition for me from high school to college was relatively seamless you know i didn't have you know a whole lot of issues you know my parents of course asked me hey what are your plans after graduation and i already knew i'm going to community college you know fresh out of graduation i'm not taking a gap year and you know lucky for me i had the gym i had my brothers to support this and they you know kind of told me how college is going to be and hey this is what you got to do you know getting into college and shit. this is what you got to look forward to and stuff like that and of course i had you know that support system around me that told me hey Look, you know, I've been in college already. You know, I had, you know, older men and old and just OGs that told me, hey, this is how college is going to be in your first year. You're not at university yet, but community college is similar, but not the same. But this is what you got to look. This is what you got to do. This is how you got to operate in and shit like that. But that's how I was fortunate enough that I had that, right? And from the, sounds, from the sound of it, it sounds like you didn't have that all the way. But so I want to get your thoughts on like how was that no like how was that transition from you know that high school from graduating right to starting college not you know not too long ago like two three weeks ago if I'm not mistaken right mm, yeah talking a lot it's been I don't know I don't know how to say it because it's been making me like a lot selfish and everything like putting myself first and everything I just. I don't want to seem like a bad person and everything, but at the end of the day, you literally have to do it because nobody else is going to tell you what you want to hear and everything. So that's when you got to wake up and be like, hey, I got to do this shit. Because at the end of the day, like I said, nobody's going to do it for you. You have to be there. Nobody's going to tell you, hey, you got to do this. Nobody's going to correct you and everything. Like if you don't got that adult figure or whatever, yeah, hire yourself or whatever to tell you that. And that's just basically how, what I'm trying to say. Like, Harlex moved out, so 
nah, I got to be the bigger example to my sister because it's just oh. my sister now. It's just, it's just really tough. Man. I don't know where I'm going right now at this point. <laughs> you, I don't got heartaches. You, you, you gotta, you gotta lead yourself. Exactly. You, That's, I gotta do shit differently. Like, oh, heartaches did this. Obviously, I'm not gonna do that, and I'm not trying to say that. It's just, oh, I gotta do a little bit better. I gotta make them proud. I gotta make my family proud as well. And, and this, and then, and I can, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I like to say that there's pressure for you to perform. Exactly. Too much pressure. And the thing about that is, you know, again, you know, I like to think that pressure, it's its a good thing and a bad thing. Mm-hmm. The thing about it is, at least for me, right, that pressure gives you, it does put a toll on you mentally, mentally physically, emotionally, spiritually, and all of the aspects. It does put a toll on you. But the thing about you having that, pressure is that it does keep you on a straighter road i will say that right when you have pressure to perform you know you have a pressure to turn in the paper by the first you know a professor wants the paper by the first g it don't matter what you got going on it don't matter what you know what may be going down at the house they care but they don't care you know what i'm saying professor don't want to hear it g he wants the paper by the first right project for x y and c class got to be done you know group projects still got to get done you know what I'm saying? Grades still got to get turned in. Midterms still got to be taken when those when that time comes. Still got to take the final, right? Still got to make sure you take all those classes. Still got to make sure you visit your advisors and all that shit, right? So it's like they care, but they don't care as far as your professors and shit like that. I mean, it's from my personal experience and from, my, and from what I'm talking to people, you know, the people that are in college at university, they told me similar. And... Like I said, with pressure, it'll keep you on a straighter road, but it does take a toll on you. And at least that's what I've experienced in my two years right now, about to be two years of college, you know, that pressure to perform because you do have those expectations from your family to, hey, make sure that you're getting this done because, you know, we get, you know we depending on you, right? It's I don't know about like you. They expect yeah, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> oh, shit, I'll go then. No, nah, but I was going to say that, you have family because I don't know about you, but I have, you know, cousins in Honduras. If y'all didn't know, fellas, I am from Honduras. And, you know, English is my second language for y'all that didn't know. Spanish is my first. But, you know, I got family back home that I'm like, fuck, man, they don't got the opportunities that I got, right? They don't got, you know, the chance for me to go to a community college, you know, and they don't have those opportunities that I have. But so they're expecting me, and this is something that I want to do myself. So it's not like they're telling me to do it, but it's still pressure at the end of the day that I have to make sure that I do what I do and get to this money and get to this bag and, you know, get to this education and finish college so I can take care of them and look after them, you know? But that's just how I see it. I don't know, how how is it for you, you know, as far as that aspect with family and, you know, that burden to perform? With family, the same thing, I guess I can agree. It's too much pressure back to what I was saying because, yeah, back there, well, there I got family as well in the mm-hmm. US, and it's just like, they be talking to my father, and my father tells them all this stuff, and that's, uh, it's just a whole other role. And also because, like, it's just like, I guess you could say they look up to you or something. Like, yeah. they expect so much from you because, like, oh, yeah, over there in the Estados Unidos, they got opportunities and this and that. We don't have that. They should be doing this. And if you mess up or they, they see you posting something or they, they tell your family something, it's just, like, it, it ruins the prescription or the... Perception? Yeah. Yeah. Perception from 
how they view you, basically. Yeah. I don't know. I guess, for example, like, they expect so much from me to be just a studious person and everything, be educated and help my family and everything. Yeah, I do that, but at the same time, it's just too much pressure because I want to worry about myself, too. Yeah. And everything. Oh, and a lot of the people that are listening to me, you know, you know, we didn't have the, I guess you could say, we weren't fortunate enough to be born in the best of conditions, right? Mm-hmm. For the better, for better or for worse, you weren't fortunate enough to have, you know, those circumstances where we don't have that burden of performance, right? You know, I don't know about you, but from what I'm gathering, from what I'm gathering, we both didn't have exactly the best conditions to, you know, to succeed, I guess, because, you know, certain kids, you know, those kids that are in Pearland, per se, or those kids that are in, you know, straight, those type of mm-hmm. high schools, they have, while they have pressure to perform, that economic pressure that, you know, that standard from family members that are expecting, you know, that are expecting things from you for you to, you know, look out after them because in their eyes, you're almost like the golden goose of the family because you have certain opportunities that they don't have. But at the certain time, you know, at the same time, it's, you have, you know, you have your own things to do, and there may be a certain pace that you want to move at that because you have those family expectations to, hey, make sure you finish school, make sure you do this at this type of, you know, at this pace that, you know, the things that you want to do at your pace kind of go out the window, like, fuck that, make sure you get this done first because, hey, we got to make sure we look out after them, you know, and they may not say it explicitly, but they're very much hinting at it. If you know, if you catch what I'm saying, you know, they may not say, hey, Angie, make sure you finish this so you can help look out after the family. But they're kind of saying it without saying it, you know, and that's where that pressure comes from that you generate to yourself. And it trickles down to everything else that you got to do, you know, but correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. I could be gaslighting and everything. No, I could be wrong. But yeah, man, it, it really does take a toll on people. But. Other than that, you know, we've spoken on, you know, how you've been doing mentally, physically, physically, physically. emotionally. You know, I want to pivot towards that. You know, how have you how have you been emotionally? And emotionally. Yeah, go right ahead. It's the floor is yours, Angie. The floor is the yours. Floor <laughs> I don't know. I guess we, we touched this a little bit before being in the middle. Eh. Oh, could you get a little closer to the mic? Yeah. Being <laughs> in the middle, como se dice. I don't know, in between. Back to what I was saying, though, like. I'm just, I'm just trying to better myself, but I gotta stop saying that. It, it's it's cliche, that. but it it's is. what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, I'm just trying to be better than yesterday and the day on before. I need. A, I'm just trying to make a slightly change day by day, to make a better change in everything. To be, to lead to a better result. Yes, just taking it. Sense. You know, I like yeah. to say, you know, just taking it one day at a yes. time. And you know. A lot of people like to call it cliche, like I said, they think it's cliche, you know, just getting better one percent just getting one percent better every day. But you know, did you play did you play sports in high school? Or no, though, that's you didn't? that's that's a big problem. Like I I was too I am like an isolated person, bro. Mm-hmm. No, senior year I gave up. I wasn't worried about anything or everything. Cause I used to my junior year to focus on my academics. What the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. Having like just making my senior year easy to not stress because low-key like I work and that's a big problem yeah. of mine as well because like I said I don't really have time for like school work or like time for myself because I work a lot you're full-time right now be, kind of I'm part-time but they I basically be doing full-time so I don't know if that makes sense no I get your shit I be <laughs> <too> much, <bro. laughs> 
this is something that I that I can tell you from experience. Um, and it, and it sucks because, you know, you know, like I said, based on those economic things, you may not be in a position to say I just can't, you know, because, okay, for example, you know, certain kids, you know, in my class, in my computer science class, in my programming class, I remember on the first day of school, you know, the professor asked us, hey, your name, what do you do, and what is your major? And right around 80 to 85% of those students answered that they just go to school full time, right? And I thought to myself, damn, what would I do? I mean, what more could I accomplish if I was able to not worry about money, not worry about family expectations and things like that and help and take care of the family, you know, not setting an example for the younger ones below me. What, you know, how good, how, you know, how much better would I be, you know, and this is, of course, in the dream scenario because I don't have that, you know, that situation, right? But how much better would I be just with the economic side taken care of, right? How much, you know, how much better would I be if I didn't have to worry about work and I could just work, you know, two days out of the week, you know, just to have money in the bank, and I didn't have to work five, four, you know, four, five, six times out of the week, you know, back-to-back eight-hour shifts on a school day, you know, having to go to having to go to class at, you know, 11 or 12, 20, and you having to clock in at 2 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Because this is what I had to do, you know, my first semester, right? I would wake up, uh, class in the morning, at online class from 8 to 9, 20, and then from 11:20, from 11, you know, I would have, from like 9:20 to like 11, I would have time to eat and stuff like that, and get ready for my class in person. And from 11 to 12:20, I would be in class, right? And from 12:20 to 2 o'clock, I have roughly about an hour before I have to start getting ready to go to work. And from, you know, and I will work from 2 to 11. So from 2 to 11, I'm at work. Where do I find the time to study the okay. fucking material? And if you're working full time. Okay, cool. You may have Friday and Saturday to do that, but you're talking about cramming a fucking a week a week's worth of work. You know, if you go to school, you know, you may have four or five classes, four classes, right? You're trying to cram four classes in two in a span of two days and on the weekends there's still stuff that you gotta handle, you know, outside of just class and school where, you know, you have to run errands, stuff like that. You know, you may have to go to the gym. You know, that's something that you got to do because you can't let yourself go physically either, right? So you have to make sure you do that. But at the same time, you make sure, you got to make sure that you find time to study for all of your classes. And if you have a hard, like a very tough major, and we're going to get into that later on for you, but if you're in a STEM major or in medicine and law, how do you how do you how do you balance that? You know, how do you find the time to do everything? Because for me, and you know, this is just my personal experience. Some people may have experienced things differently, but as much as I tried to be a superhero and be and be Superman and be Spider Man, I couldn't do it. I can't, you know, work forty hours a week and be a full time student. It's it's, it's virtually it's virtually Ooh, impossible. So I want to get your thoughts on that. You know, how is, you know, how is work in your school work, you know, going for you right now as far as, you know, since it's just started, you may not, you know, have the whole big picture of how it is, like how it may be long term. But just right now, how are you feeling about that, you know? Mm-hmm. I've been doing it now for like three weeks, I guess you can say now. Mm-hmm. Just started, like how we said. I said, I asked for a new availability 
yeah, I work nights and then the weekends I work in the mornings and sometimes if I want that overtime I'll be staying longer or just doubling, staying until closing, morning closing. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie, it's I see it as a good thing, but as a bad thing at the same time because yeah. in the weekends I wake up earlier, like five in the morning, I'm already starting my day, I'm walking my dog, cleaning and everything, like starting getting ready, then I gotta go to work. And then like I don't know, like, I'm a server, I'm, I'm a waitress, Man. and it could be really overwhelming, <laughs> but at the same time, it's just, like, you you learn you learn a lot of stuff every day, and you really read people, and that's just low-key how, how they got me, how the way I am, because I don't really know how to explain it, but to be honest, like, I'm just an emotionally drained person over there, like, I don't know, like, I used to be so good and everything, I guess, I don't know what the fuck's going on to be honest <laughs> at this point, like, what the fuck, I don't know. Without you, it's, it's just, it's just, no, 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 go ahead, go yeah, ahead. No, but it, it happens without you even noticing, yeah. right? The change, you know, you notice the changes from, shit, from the time you are in middle school to high school, it's like, okay, how the fuck did I get from X to Z? Like, and you, you don't notice the little changes, right? It may be little things, whether it's the people that you hang around or the people that you don't hang around. Right, the positive influences that you may have, or the negative influences that you, that you may have, or the positive influence that you don't have, right? And I think all of that plays a part into you know, like that little growth period from right around eighth grade to twelfth grade, that little four or five year period. You know what I'm saying? The, the things that you—it's more the things that you lack than the things that you do have, because of course everyone has those. You know, people that push you. I don't want to sound like a teacher or no shit like that, but the but but uh, but the people that push you to do shit that you really you know you do, you know in the back of your head that you shouldn't be doing, right? And just shit like that. When you get to the point, you know, when you get older, it's like shit. I wish I would have had those. You know, those influences. Right? For me, I was lucky enough that I had. You know, my coaches, you know, they, I will, let, I will, you know, beg, I will, like, be as bold to say that they damn near saved my life, at least academically and physically. I would say my coaches saved my life, you know what I'm saying? Because if I didn't have them, I would have never developed the habit of working out and staying healthy, you know what I'm saying? If I didn't have my coaches, I would have never learned, you know, how to make sure to, you know, how to show up on time and how to do things the right way, how to make sure that you're holding yourself accountable when nobody else is watching. You know, I had that. I was, you know, I was lucky and I was fucking grateful that I had teammates, you know what I'm saying, that look out after me that I talked to to this day. Some of them are playing college football that that taught me, you know, how to do shit this way, you know what I'm saying, how to not bullshit around, right? I was lucky enough that I had those things, but I look back and I think about it, I'm like, damn, why would I, where would I be if I didn't have all of those positive influences? Because, you know, the negatives are always going to be there, right? Especially us growing up in A-Leaf, and I want to get your thoughts on this later on, but... Growing up in A-Leaf, you're going to have those negative influences because while this isn't exactly, you know, the south side of Chicago, it ain't exactly, you know, the, it ain't exactly the nicest neighborhood in the city either. You know what I'm saying? We're not exactly around the Galleria area either. We're not, we don't have the worst of the worst, but we down sure don't got the best. One comment. Literally you go how ahead. I see how I see A-Leaf is literally, we literally all just trying to make it out. And it's not just A-Leaf, though. Yeah. I see all Houston. We're all just trying to make it out. But just like bashing everybody, bringing one each other down instead of like helping each other, it's just no bueno. That's that's. And 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 you know I want to get your thoughts on this. You know, how do you think 
you know, growing up in Ailey Voice, I don't know if you got a chance to catch that documentary that they dropped on Netflix because I haven't gotten a chance no, to watch no, it yet. I need to get a chance. I need to watch it, but yeah. I want to get your thoughts on this. Like, growing up in Ailey from, you know, from elementary school or from intermediate school all the way to high school, and how was it for you, you know, and what, like, how was your school trajectory too? Like, what schools did you go from, like, from elementary school all the way to high school? Like, but just overall, like, how was it for you, you know, growing up in Ailey? How did that, inf- inf- like, influence you in a good and bad way, if you don't mind me asking? To be honest, that. yeah, it's, it's, it's been good. I started off at, what's it called? Damn, it just went away. Uh, it went to Bush Elementary. I Bush? went to Bush. Yeah, we all went to Bush. I recall Mo, that. William, Hartley's, my family, just a few of us. That's where, those were, those were the good first good four good old years days, god yeah, damn everything. good old <laughs> field days and everything oh shit walking to school missing the bus oh like, for real, man yo those were the good old times living that in what was, was it Sebrings. You know, uh, that's when we met each other now let, let, yeah. hold on it I, takes you, way back now. You, you just you just opened up a can of memories god damn yeah, it shit let, let's fellas um if y'all didn't know the way me and Angie met and the way I met her family was when I moved to Houston. Uh, first, we were staying right around Clark Creek, and then a few months later, we went and pivoted to Sebring's that's on. For y'all that don't know where that's said, I think I think they're the same name. I don't know. Yeah, yet. they're the same name. They're still the same name? Sebring. Yeah. And they're on Beachland and Corporate, for those wondering where the hell that is, right? But there's a Popeyes across the street. Why? There's a bunch of shit around there. If you know the spot, you know. If you know, you know, all right? So... Me and her met, you know, because me, my brother, my older brother, Fausto, and me and Fausto used to go outside and play soccer at the time. And that's how me, that's how me, my brother, met Harlix, Jexler, William, and Angie here. So for those, and I think they were the first people that we considered friends that we made when we first moved to the city of Houston. So that is how me and part of her family have met throughout those years. So that's how, if y'all wonder how me and her met, that's exactly how me and her met. But going back to Sebring's, I remember, um, <laughs> I remember me, Harlex, Jessica, I think we were playing soccer this one time. I don't know if Jessica was there, but I know Harlex was there. Me and my brother, Jessica, me and my brother, Harlex, were there playing soccer this one time. I don't know if you were in the house that day. I don't know where you were, but I remember me and we were used to playing soccer and shit. I don't know where you was at, but... This is such a long time ago. I don't remember it picture like picture perfect and shit, but we were out. We were outside playing soccer, like on your side. I don't know if you remember how you know we used to stay like on the back end of shit, yeah, and then you guys were right around the corner. Like big extra or something. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> and I remember we were playing soccer and shit, and I remember there was this old dude that used to stay in front of y'all. I don't remember if he was Arabic, Hispanic. I don't know, but I remember. I don't know if Harless was being childish. I remember he used to hit the ball into the old dude's antenna. He used to have like a, I don't know if it was a dish antenna in the front. <laughs> and I don't know if he was hitting that on purpose or on accident and shit. But every time, you know, whenever that shit, we hit that shit enough times, that bro came outside when they just started spazzing out and shit. And that was just a little funny story and shit like that, man. Like, and then one time I remember we broke the window of the I was just about to mention the window. <laughs> nah, go ahead. Nah, that's your story. Nah, no, tell it. I don't it. really remember. I was just like, didn't y'all break a window? That's we did. I, I, fuck, I don't know if it was, I don't know who broke it. I don't remember who exactly. Bro, I remember, I remember they got the biggest ass. 
<laughs> I don't remember who broke it. Bro, I don't even remember. That was I, don't, so I, don't, long, I don't know who specifically broke the window. I know it wasn't me. I don't know if it was Fausto or Harlex. I don't remember which one of those. But I know it was for sure at least one of those two. It was either my brother or Harlex. One of those two broke that Probably window. Not. I don't know who it was, but I think we broke two. If I don't, I can't remember 100%. One of them was by the, like, the front complex of the apartments. Oh, yeah. And the other one was downstairs under where we used to stay at. So those were two windows that were broken, you know, at that time. So just little childhood memories like that, man, that shit brings me back. You know, if you know, you know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, nah, go hard. Go ahead. Go on. Yeah, nah, I ain't mean to pivot. Yeah, but go good. do your thing. It's just, damn, flashbacks. You see nah. how fast time goes. And then yeah. we already in 2022. And yeah. We're talking about, like, 10 years ago, almost, I believe so, 10 yeah. years ago. Yeah, nah, but those, but memories like that you generally do not forget, you know what I'm saying? This is childhood memories that no matter how far you get in life, you remember breaking that window and shit like that. And that's beautiful, so <laughs> being able to remember. Nah, it took, it just clicked in my head right now. You brought up Sebra, I'm like, oh shit, that click right there. Oh yeah. Now we got Bush Elementary, oh also, mm-hmm. my fourth year I moved, because I remember, uh, I don't know. I love my my beach nut corporate communities. Yeah. It was all right, but shit started to get weird. I we started to have robberies and everything. Out of pocket. Yeah. I think you had moved by that time or something. Yes. I believe that, so. That's the time so that we moved. Yes. You moved. But, yeah, everybody started getting robbed. I got robbed. And my mom was just literally paranoid, so we had to move. We moved you guys, more down. You guys did get robbed, right? You know, you just yeah. mentioned it. How was that shit? And what, like, do you remember what, like, what got robbed? Like, what came up missing yeah. during that? I remember, I was in third grade at the time. I mm. remember coming home, just walking, and I was going to open the door, but then that hole was broken up. Oh. And I was just like, what the fuck? And then I come <laughs> inside, and my whole house was a whole mess, and yeah. And I was just, I didn't know what to expect and everything, but them motherfuckers took everything. Them motherfuckers took my Nintendos, my Wii. Oh. PlayStation, I don't even know what, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, whatever, PSP, mm-hmm. everything, bro, they took everything, gold, jewelry, everything, and I was just like, damn, like, who the fuck was this, <laughs> like, I was just confused, but my mom was just traumatized, paranoid and everything, she couldn't sleep, so we just had to move, and we moved, Shit. and then, I've never been good with change, but change is good in your life, but mm-hmm. I've never been good with it because you have to adjust and everything. Yeah, it's a you whole new whole new environment. Yeah, we go can ahead. never take it good or bad. And I moved to fourth grade, and this is when, I don't know, I started going to Boone Elementary because it was close to me. Yeah. And then, I don't know, not going to lie to you, I will get bullied a lot. And nah. I, hope, cause I was just different and everything. Like, I used, I was girly or whatever, and I would shop at this store named Justice, bro. And all the bitches would be like, oh, blah, 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 pink, <laughs> pink, pink, this and blah, blah. And, bro. I fucking hate these bitches, which this is, I don't even know, bro. I've never had female friends. I've never been good with female friends or whatever. Maybe friendly, whatever, but I just can't get along with them. Well, they can't like, get along with them. You don't want just, I mean, I mean, I really don't give a fuck, but that's just them. Like, yeah. I don't know. I've always been one of the bros or whatever, but I don't know. I just, I just relate more with them. I don't know. Than you do with. Yeah. I, get, I hear that a lot. I hear that a lot. I don't and know like, why that is, but I hear it yeah. a lot. Because, like, I grew up with my cousins and my brother because William and Jester did live with me for a good few years and everything. I was just surrounded by guys. I don't know. I didn't have no <laughs> girl cousin at the time or everything. Yeah. I believe so, yeah. <laughs> that was, that's Boone Elementary. Then I went to Clinton Intermediate. Clinton 
Clinsman, Clinsman, damn. You Clinsman didn't get, was all right. You didn't get the privilege to go to Owens. I'm sorry. No, I didn't. I went to Clinsman. Mm. Some people say they fuck with Clinsman more. Than, some people say Clinsman was better. Owens was better. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of Depen- like a Depending on what you consider better, if you consider fights better, if you consider bullshit better Probably than... Owens. Owens was... What, what do you I, think? I heard Clinsman was out of pocket. From what I, from what my brother told me, I heard Clinsman was out of pocket at the time, back in those old old days. I know the kids now are just way way better, but from what I heard, shit, I heard Clinsman. I've heard Owens couldn't hold a candle to Clinsman as far as the fuckery was concerned, mm-hmm. which is really not. It ain't nothing to flex about if you really think about it. But yeah. at the time, I guess you could call it a flex at the time. But yeah, go ahead now. Go oh, on. Yeah, that's what. Fifth, six, and yeah, fifth and six. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Those were good, chill years. And then I don't know. It's like one year I'm good, one year I'm bad. And then it, it I don't know. It depends on me, cause like I said, fourth grade I was bullied or whatever. Fifth grade it was chill, it was alright. And then sixth grade I started my red hair face. Red like, hair. Yeah, I dyed my hair red from the tips, and it was good. Not gonna lie, <laughs> everybody would envy me and everything because, like, normally I'm I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna talk shit. <laughs> bitches, do your thing. Do your thing. Bitches, the floor um, is yours. Bitches dye their hair red, right? And they say they just keep it red. Like they don't put treatments or anything. And yeah, we'll have my own treatments. I was put them on every Saturday once a week, and it would keep a good ass red. And mm. which is why I don't know people will talk down on me and everything. And I did have a crush, bro. I did have a crush. And then bitches ruined it for me, bro. Like, I don't know. It was Damn. just too much. But yeah, they fucked up for I me. Thought, I thought it was only niggas that were dirty macking. <laughs> no. And then, I don't know. I just couldn't wear light clothes, like white and everything. It was just so annoying because my hair was just staining. So then I went back to black. And that's when I started Ollie. But then back to staying a little bit in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Harlex, like, he went to jail. Went through know, his yeah, troubles. Went through his own thing. And that's when I had to, like wake up a little bit because i also i guess i i started like my period also so i started like developing and turning more into a girl like asking these questions and everything it was yeah. just weird and then like i don't know yeah i went to ollie and then i will see the difference between these girls and everything that's you know how it starts yeah with both genders both parties and everything it and just but go ahead nah i was i was gonna ask you because when I interviewed Harlex a while back, and shout out to him, I really appreciate him for coming through and doing that show for me. He fucking killed it, dropped hella game for me. You know, you know, I look up to him because to me, man, he changed the way his he he changed not only do he change the way he think, but he changed the way his life is. And to me, that shit just motivated me, right? Because I look at us like, damn, the man changed the way that he do things now, the way he thinks, the way he moves, just everything. Oh and when we had that interview, that shit just motivated me and inspired me. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, I look up to you. I remember I told him that off camera. I'm like, man, I look up to you. I don't know if I told him before we started the show or after he started the show, but well, after the show was done. But I told him, man, I look up to you because, bro, you changed the way you do shit now, right? But at the time, right, how was it for you when he, you know, went inside, right? How was it for you, you know, you being a little sister at the time, you you may not know what was going on or still or stuff like that. You know, how did you take it and, you know, how just overall, how did you, you know, take the situation at the time, right? How did I take the situation? Me and him always been beeping back and forth, but <laughs> that's, you know, that's just how Sibling siblings stuff. are. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Not going to lie. Now that he's not with me, I'm not going to lie, I don't know. It just feels a little weird, but I just 
wish I really appreciated him more and everything. It just didn't fuck with him and all of that. But at the time, how I took it, uh, I don't really know. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, I get to use his phone because he had a phone and I didn't have a phone <laughs> because, I don't know, we were really privileged and really, st- like, strict. My parents were really strict and everything. Yeah. They were like, oh, you can get a phone to, like, you go to middle school or whatever. And I was just like, okay, I guess, whatever. So I was using his phone. I don't know. I felt like the older child and everything. It was just weird. I didn't have my sister. At th- well, th- I did have my sister. She was almost a year and now, I guess, mm-hmm. whatever. I don't know. It was just weird. And then with my cousins, I had a lot of support, but at the same time, it was it was just lonely because you couldn't fight with him and anything right. anymore. But it was just a good nine months, I guess. Yeah, nah, and then shit. he came out. But yeah. I don't I I don't know how it was for him. I never got to actually hear the story. Yeah. How it affected him and everything, you know. I will have to I will have to listen to our interview to see how that was. But I I know that shit. Mu- I know for sure that shit must have sucked, you know. I know from when I talked to him, you know, when I interviewed him and we had that conversation, right? It wasn't exactly peaches and roses, if you can mm-hmm. say. You know what I'm saying? And that shit, you know, from what he told me, he was like, from what I remember during the interview, it was, you know, that was like kind of like the wake-up call, if you could say. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, being away from your family and shit like that. And if y'all want, y'all could go ahead and listen to the interview. It's somewhere down in the archives. Down, Y'all got to scroll down and listen to it because I know it's there. It ain't taken down. It ain't none of that. It's there. You know, it's probably one of my best shows that I've ever done. I love that show. Right? But, you know, just that whole situation, being away from your people, man, it's tough. You know? And, you know, I, when, I don't know how, at the time, at least, you know, I would think, right, you being so young, you would take it, you know, tough because, you know, that is your older brother, you know what I'm saying? But, like I said, and you did say that it was just so weird because you ain't having to fight with him no more. And from what I'm listening to you right now, now that he moved out, you may not want to say it, but you do kind of miss I him. Do. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm not going to lie, I do. Alex, <laughs> I miss you, okay? Man, yeah. that, I know that, damn, because I, I don't know what it is. I've been with my older brother, you know, my whole life right now, and. You know, when he moves out or when he has a chance of mine, I don't know how I'm going to take it. I don't know how that shit feels because, you know, that's, you know, whether people like to say it or not, your older brother, you damn near look up to him more than you do your father damn near because you mimic everything that they do. So, I don't know, that shit just, you know. really hard. Yeah, that I shit must have been tough. Believe it or not, even he doesn't believe it, I did, I do look up to him, really, I do. Man, that shit is crazy. It really is crazy. <laughs> Because I, I, I know because, like I said, I look up to my brother even though I never tell him that, right? He may listen to the show, he may not, but I look up to my brother in everything, whether it's in fitness, with business, just everything that he does. I look up to him probably just, if not more, than I do to my own dad. You know what I'm saying? Which is kind of crazy, but, yeah, nah, go ahead, go do your mm-hmm. thing. Pretty much it, six and all starting Ollie. Then when he came back, yeah, he he was a little bit more mature and everything. <laughs> yeah, then it started shit started to escalate a little bit, little mm-hmm. by little. Then eighth grade, he was in high school too. I was barely in eighth grade. Uh, I believe he was in junior when I was in eighth grade. Yeah. And then I started freshman. He was a senior. That's when not gonna lie, high school was good. Not gonna lie, but as soon as class of twenty nineteen graduated, I don't know. It was it started to get a little weird. Like how? Literally. Like after class of twenty nineteen graduated, you were a Jew sophomore. I was a fo- I was a freshman. Freshman after twenty nineteen graduated. 
okay, I was a sophomore, and then 2021, I was a, okay, yeah, 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 you were a freshman, ah, okay, yeah, yeah, gotcha, yeah, I'm catching you, just, so how was it, like, so how was sophomore year for you, then? Sophomore, let's see, it was good, but then COVID hit when I was a sophomore, like, oh, uh, March, shit. so I don't know. March 2020, yeah. god damn it. <laughs> COVID, COVID, low-key, it was good, but at the same time, bad. Because it made worldwide changes. Yeah. Those worldwide changes were good, but at the same time, bad. How did you take it? You know, because, wait, so COVID hit the second semester of your sophomore year for you, yeah. right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So from that period, because you know, for me it was a weird-ass time period from to go from, because for me it hit during my junior year. Shit was so fucking good for me at the time. Like, I had so many plans for the end of my junior year, and the shit got cut short. But I want to, you know, hear from you. How was it for you, like, during your sophomore year? All of your, the rest of your sophomore year gets cut off, and you're, you know, by the time school starts back up, you're you're automatically a junior. How was that for you? How did you take, like, that time period from that to your, you know, start your junior year? How was it for you? I'm not going to lie. As soon as COVID hit, that, like I said, that was in March. My grades were good and everything, but as soon as I like, I stopped. I didn't care. I was, I, w- I only had, I believe I had a forensics, a forensics class, and that was the only class I was doing because, like <laughs> I said, I'm studying criminal That was justice. that was your uh, yeah. like your endorsement and shit. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a good science class, and that was the only class I would do the work in English too, because I love English. Not gonna mm-hmm. lie, but other than that, math and everything, you no, know, I wasn't even doing. I wasn't. I was joining the Zoom classes, I guess, for the attendance, because attendance matters and all that. Yeah. But other than the work, nah, <laughs> I don't know. I ended up passing somehow. I don't know. What what math class did you take? Like, and what math classes did you take in high school? Just random question. I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna point this out. I'm bad at math. Uh, yeah, you I was both. taking geometry, pre-AP geometry in sophomore, bro. Pre-AP geometry. <laughs> I took regular geometry, G. <laughs> and I took pre-AP first semester. It was it was okay. No no no, not gonna lie. I, it was bad because I I had to repeat it. Not gonna lie. And then second semester it was good because I got an Apple Watch and I was able to cheat. Not gonna lie. And it was good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I had a homegirl that was like across the room. I'd be like, hey, send me the answer. Like literally, I Ding. would type them hoes. Like draw them. You know how hard it is to draw, bro. On that little ass Apple yeah. Watch. <laughs> I'm already knowing. It. Yeah. What? Sending the voice memos. No, but that's, that's just how saying. I passed math. Dancers be. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it was. Damn. Okay, so <laughs> now from so like from like I said, from that time to the start of your junior year, how did you mm-hmm. go into it, you know, starting your junior year as far as school is concerned? Mm, we were virtual a good what August virtual and then we had to go to hybrid or whatever, like going there was an option between going in person yeah. and virtual, yeah. I recall and I chose that, yeah. doing both. Because obviously I'm, I was trying to avoid that because COVID was too much back then, you know. Yeah. Not to get you out, but I chose hybrid too. I went twice. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. I, I'm like when I felt like it, I went. When I didn't mm-hmm. feel like it, I didn't go. I'm fuck yeah. that shit. That That's shit was, cause that the shit was lame, dog. Like I ain't even gonna lie to you. Like that shit was whack. Cause there's nothing you could do with shit. I mean, you could leave off campus and shit, which was good for me. I was able to go and come and go as I please and shit. Got a class at I don't know fit. Fifth period, no fourth period. Shit, y'all can come to class late and shit like that. I'm able to leave for lunch, all that other shit. Can't nobody tell me shit. I come and go as I please. It was good for me, cause I only had shit. I was a senior. I only had nothing before classes, 
So I was doing what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I could stay online if I wanted to. I could do them hoes online. If I wanted to, I could show up the campus and leave during second period. Or I could show up during third period just for one class if I wanted if I wanted actually wanted to be there. If not, then I would bounce, vice versa. Whatever I wanted to do, I could just come and go. But as far as like being in class, that shit was whack because one nobody not cause nobody well yeah because nobody was there just didn't feel like school and shit people in each class but yeah nah go ahead no nah i don't really know (laughs) nah but yeah okay so let's pivot off from that senior year senior year oh yeah wait let's talk a little bit more junior because go ahead senior year has to add up with junior like junior Mm. i took i don't know why but i I was taking these ap classes like what was it ap world history uh ap english and everything so Obviously, that shit was going to affect my, my GPA if I yeah. wasn't passing them or anything. But yep. I, I ended up passing them, yeah. But, like, what I did, like, taking pre-AP and AP classes was, like, taking that pressure because of how I told you, like, yep. how I have that personal pressure or whatever. I challenged myself with basic academic mm-hmm. pressure mm-hmm. to learn and see how I would react to my normal daily life pressure. Yeah. I believe that kind of makes sense. Yeah, I do. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then I I did I don't know I did too much hard work I put in too much hard work junior year to just like relax senior to have these off classes off periods and everything to just like not stress basically because junior year yeah I was working bro I was like taking all these AP classes and working and everything like I was staying up like till two a.m. <laughs> doing all these essays and everything like it was just too much and I gonna lie I'm thankful that I did that. Because, yeah, I was putting myself, like, in so much stress. But at the same time, it's good because, like, I was preparing myself. Because, like I said, I didn't want to stress senior year. And then senior year came. Mm. Boom. It was literally what I expected. I had also just recently gotten surgery because back there I was, like, chubby. You know, my boobs were, like, big and everything. Mm-hmm. I got them reducted. So I got them smaller. And I started school late, like in the middle well at the end and in this book of august beginning like at this time basically i was starting school mm-hmm. around last year and it was chill had a little boo whatever uh just had just literally graduated and everything uh let's see what else i had basic classes i decided to take regular everything no ap nothing yeah. i changed everything i was like man fuck that and everything yeah. I, I don't know if it was just me but now that I, you know, when I started college, that shit fucked me up. It hurted me in the in the way, because when I'm in high school, I was short. I was short sighted. I didn't see mm-hmm. shit. I knew I was gonna go to college, but I'm like, man, I'm about to take this. I'm about to senior. This shit gonna be light. I ain't gonna do a fucking thing, because I made the mistake of a. I quit football, which was wasn't the greatest thing. But looking back, I really should have played. It was my senior year, and I was gonna start, which you know. It is what it is at this point, but I made the mistake that I quit football. I had more free time, which is good, right? But at the same time, my classes were such a walk in the park. When I had the chance to take calculus or pre-calculus like I should have, I didn't. I ended up taking statistics, which was a fucking walk in the park of a class, right? Literally barely doing any math and shit like that. But I took statistics online. Instead, what I really should have been doing was taking calculus, right or pre-calculus or trig any one of those classes that would have helped me where i'm right now in college and, and right now i'm taking trig like a jackass because i didn't do that shit 
when I was supposed to do in my senior year taking calculus, I would have just been able to, you know, go back and, you know, the high, you know, in college and just take, I don't know whether it's trig or calculus again, it would have been way ahead, right? But I decided to take a light at the time. And while it was easy to graduate, I graduated, it was a fucking cakewalk for me to graduate. By the time I was a junior, I shit, I had more than enough credits to graduate, but I still needed some classes. Yeah. I ended up with fucking 30, I think like 34, 35 credits, some crazy yeah. shit. Did you get any cards or anything? Hell no. Damn. They, took, they, took me, they took me out of Avid, like a, like which was some Avid. bullshit. I really should have had that Avid card. They took me out that shit my, uh, my sophomore year, so I didn't get that card. Um, I didn't get in the top 10% because my GPA sunk a little bit my junior year. For good or for better or for worse, I didn't get into the top 10%. I was just, I think I was in the top 15, but not good enough to get in the top 10, so I ain't get that court either. So that was some bullshit. But yeah, it was just a lot of shit, right? But it was good. It was just not how I would have wanted it to go. But that's me. And like I said, not taking those classes fucked me over in the long run. But... Again, nah, back to you. You know, your senior year, my fault. No, Do your you thing. Did, uh, I forgot what I was talking about senior <laughs> year, to be honest. Nah, I be pivoting a lot, so nah, yeah. hell yeah. So, okay, let's fast forward a little bit yeah. more to graduation. Graduation okay. time comes right around, okay, let's say two, three months before graduation. Where are you at? You know, looking forward to, like, you looking ahead? Looking like, this, I don't know, January. Mm-hmm. Mm, I was a little emotionally lost, not going to lie. Because at that time, uh, things started to kind of get, like, I had to basically, like, get on my shit because, obviously, it's a new year and everything. I'm about to graduate. I got to see, like, what the fuck I'm going to do this year because I'm, I'm about to be 18 and everything. And as soon as I am ter- I turned 18, I supposedly had these plans on, like, yeah, getting a new driver's license, like, maybe keep on helping my mom and then helping myself move out or whatever get a new car or something like i had these long set term goals that i low-key still do have but i want to accomplish maybe mm-hmm. i don't know not now maybe in the future right and everything god wants to but also like i said i was a little lost emotionally lost and i just had to get on top of my shit because i was just about to graduate i was starting to slip off yeah because also, like how you say, you gotta surround yourself with positive people, people and everything. Yeah. I don't know where I was at at that moment, cause not gonna lie to you, my, it's already in my family, you know, being a smokers and everything. Yeah. And the reason I started to do it was because, like how I said, I overthink and everything. Like I don't know, I just got anxiety when yeah. I overthink a lot. I don't know, I worried too much. <laughs> like being that, not even being able to speak about how I feel is just weird. I don't yeah. know. But I'm trying, like, I'm trying to work on that because obviously we, we got to. And like I was saying, yeah, like, I was a little lost. And then February, March, uh, I started getting my grades higher and everything. Seeing, I started asking myself, do I want to go to university or college? I was like, mm, I don't know. Like, the, the, the uh, difference in the choices, like, the pressure was on. It was yeah. too much. That, that senior year, that shit be yes. ramping on. Like, you got, well, not only do you have, you know, not only do you have, like, your personal mm-hmm. goals and shit that you want to get done, your senior year and shit, because I had those myself. But at the same time, you know, even though it's not, like, tough, I, well, for me, it wasn't, like, hard, hard pressure, but you do got, you know, counselors, you know, advisors, 
you know, and all, just all this other shit, you know, asking you questions, make sure mm-hmm. you apply university, make sure you do this, this, and the third, and you, you know, you're in the back of your head, at least for me, I was like, damn, mm-hmm. do I go straight to the University of Texas or U of H or Texas State or whatever the fuck, you know what I'm saying? Those were my main schools, and I got into all of my schools that I wanted, right? But I, I look back at it, I'm like, damn, and at the time, I was thinking, I think I made the, you know, the right decision, I was like, okay, shit. I got accepted into every school that I applied, and I didn't apply to that many, but the schools that I applied, I got into. But then I thought to myself, am I ready to make that leap to go straight to university fresh out of high school? Exactly. And I'm like, shit, is it, is that really going to be a, the wisest choice for me? You know, of course I have, you know, I can go do it, but I have to think about it financially. It doesn't make exactly. sense for me to make that move, right? You know, I wouldn't. I didn't apply to, I applied to scholarships, but I didn't get shit, so. <laughs> but even if I, you know, had I gotten, you know, everybody for the most part, a lot of people get that Pell Grant and shit, but even with something like that, it wouldn't have been nearly enough. That shit wasn't going to cover, that shit maybe covers room and board, and it probably wasn't even going to cover that shit. What about tuition, books, and all that shit? You know what I'm saying? And I just thought about it that way. I'm like, is it really smart for me to go straight to U of H or take my ass all the way to Austin right now? with the way shit is for me, right? Is that really the wisest move? And I was like, nah, let me just, you know, sit back, chill in the city, get these classes out of the way right over here. I can stay home and I got less shit to worry about if I do it this way than the other way. So that's how it was for me. But how was the process for you? Like as far as deciding whether to go to ACC or university? No, for real. Like back then, like when I was like in Clinton or Ollie, I, I was like, Oh, I want to be out of state. I want to be out of Houston. Like, uh, of yeah. course, we all had that mindset. Not gonna lie. I know I did for damn <laughs> yeah. sure. I was like, oh, I was out here thinking about New York, bro. Thinking I about w- LA. Thinking I was thinking about LSU. Yeah. The University of Miami. And, yes, I, and funny, so. I, <laughs> funny, I actually applied to the uh, to the University of Miami. I got in, of course. I got in. Luckily, I don't know how, but I got in. Uh, I looked at my financial aid for the University of Miami. Mm-hmm. Boy, out-of-state tuition. You know, of course, Miami, phenomenal city. That shit looks phenomenal. Campus look fire. I never visited in person the campus, but I seen photos and shit. Hell yeah, I took the virtual time. Damn, this is the University of Miami, the U and all this shit. This is what the hype is about. I'm like, hey, this shit lit. Coral Gables, Florida, the beach is right over there. I'm like, oh shit, we lit. I get my financial aid package for that school and shit. Pelgrim probably covered by five, six thousand. I still had to come up with the other thirty-four, thirty-five. I'm down, and that's for once. You see, and I'm down. Yeah. I, what the fuck? I'm nah, G. We can't do this. You know, exactly. I did the same thing for LSU. I applied to LSU. Got in. Looked at my financial aid package. I still had to come up with another. 18, 19K, I'm like, damn, that's per semester and shit. I'm like, how the fuck? Exactly, damn. So that shit shut down. Here's a question for you, though. What's up? Do you really think, I don't know, college or basically university, I don't know, expanding your education is a scam or whatever? It depends on what you're going to school for. That's all Mm. it is to it. It's people, see, the problem with motherfuckers that say college is a scam, Mm -hmm. college is a business, of course, and I'm not disputing that at all. Mm -hmm. So why would you go into a business right with why would you go into a business and you're going to take the risk of going into it with you picking out a major that is that is proven that doesn't pay as much money because you know what you're majoring in you know if you're going for stem 
medicine, law, those are like my main ones that I would go to school for. A lot, and if I'm going for STEM, something like if you want to be a doctor, I will, you know, of course, you have to go to school and shit. How do you, how is it a scam? Because there's no other way you can be a fucking doctor but for you to go to school and medical school. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah. It, but you got to pick what kind of doctor you want to be. If you want to be a nurse, shit, you have to go through all of the schooling, and the pay ain't really ain't gonna match up to the amount of school that you're gonna do. So it's like, you know, of course, you know, as a child, you want to be a nurse and shit, but it's a really like cost benefit analysis. You know, is it really worth you spending X mm-hmm. amount of money for this degree that's only going to make you 45, 50 racks a year? Mm-hmm. And you're going to go to school at who knows at LSU or at Rice or U of H with all these loans. And you coming out of school, you know, minus 150 or minus 100K, you got to come up with that money. But you also, you know what I'm saying? So it's like. If you're going to school for something that's worth it, like law, you know what I'm saying, shit like that, then it's not a scam. But if you're going for some shit like gender studies, then that's on you. You see what I'm saying? So it, yeah. for me, it depends on what you're going to school for. Yeah. So when people say college is a scam, I just don't take motherfuckers like that serious. Half the time, it, it's people that can't even, like, half the time, me be coming from people that ain't, that don't have the academic power or the brain power to even pass a simple class and shit. So... I don't even take motherfuckers like that serious. You know what I'm saying? But that's just me. What you think? Yeah, that's what I think yeah. as well. Because if I'm not mistaken, I believe I am the first one in my family to be in college. So I don't, I don't know what they think for real. But yeah. at the same time, I don't really care. That's the thing. Yeah. That, that's how I see it. And I know what I'm going to school for. I know how much I plan on making once I leave with that. And mm-hmm. like I said, I put pen to paper. I'm like, damn. If I could come out of college making, who knows, 85, 90, and I can come out, you know, with negative 10 at that because I don't plan on graduating college with loans. I don't plan on taking any no, loans. Of I would, you know, take six years for me to finish a four-year degree than to be 50, 60, 70K down and finish in three or four years. You know, for me, I'd rather wait longer to have that degree than, and be debt-free or with a uh, very little amount of debt than I would you know, finishing quick and have a lot of, you know, a lot of loans and shit like that. Exactly. Because while a lot of people think all loans are a part of life, dog, you can't, dog, when you owe somebody money, dog, that shit is not a good feeling, bro. That shit is over, and you can't get rid of student loans. You know what I'm saying? You can't bankrupt that shit. And depending on how Joe Biden is, I know we talk, this is going to a whole nother can of worms. The nigga might cancel student, you know, student student loans. Who the fuck knows? But at that point, you're depending on somebody else to handle your business. And I ain't about, you know, leaving nothing up to chance. You know what I'm saying? At that point, you're depending on a whole other entity to handle your, you know, your decisions. Because at the same time, my nigga, you decided to take their money. They offered you the loans. They didn't force you to take them. And I got to pay them back. Bro. That's my thing. So that's just how I see you, bro. I'm not. I'm not. I am in no rush. Of course, I want to move fast, but I am in no rush to jump to U of H. Of course, I want to get there as soon as possible and shit. But at the same time, I understand that U of H is one of the most expensive schools in the state of Texas. It's gonna take time. You know what I'm saying? Everything. So yeah. shit take time. Yeah, but that's just how I see it with the whole college scam shit. It be coming from niggas that can't even go. Niggas that couldn't exactly. even pass. That barely squeak past yeah. high school. So <laughs> how I see it's just basically. It's it's not that bad taking the easy route or whatever. Not just because budget or whatever, but it's just low-key better how I see it. Obviously, yeah, you want to be with your friends in the big school and everything, yeah. seeing the city and all of that. But 
but at the end of the day, just how we're trying to better ourselves and everything, it's better to just be in the community it college. Just how and, it it. and I don't want people to get the wrong idea. If they're offering you a, let's say, uh, they're covering majority of the expenses for you to go uh-huh. to UT, absolutely take, take it. it. I ain't knocking it. Like, shit, if I had the opportunity that they offered me a full ride to go to UT Hell or yeah. they covered 90% of take the cost, it. I would absolutely take it. I ain't knocking but if it. if I got to pay that shit back. But, yeah, I'm terrible. like. Yeah, I'm, it makes me hesitant, you know what I'm saying? So for those who got scholarships and shit, like, don't get me wrong, I am not knocking y'all, you know what I'm saying? Because I got a few of my people that, you know what I'm saying, that's in UT right now. I know my guy, Ganese, shit, I know he got a scholarship. I, know, I think he got a few scholarships for UT and shit. He, like, I don't think he owes anything right now, you know what I'm saying? And I'm I'm happy for him. That's my guy. So, but that works for him, you know what I'm saying? That's what That's his choice. That's his plan, and it works well for him because he don't got to pay that, you know what I'm saying? It works for him, but... I'm going to do things the way I want to do them. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to sit up here and do shit just to be in the big school because, of course, you know, the football games, the band, the environment, you know, if you're a guy, the hoes, if you're a girl, you know, all the all the fellas, all the ball players, both football, basketball, that shit is enticing. The parties, that shit, of course, is enticing, especially if you go to an HBCU or you go to Texas State or these big schools that go crazy with the parties. Yeah, is great and all right and that's one thing that i was thinking about when i was applying i'm like damn that shit gonna be lit you know what i'm saying imagine going to school in miami you know how this shit gonna you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying but now and then i thought about it is the parties and the hoes that are in miami worth 40 bands and i put it on the scale forty thousand, and parties and hoes ain't really don't equate and these right. it is for me for some guys it's worth <laughs> taking those 40k you know 40k Laws for you to go kick it in Miami for a semester. Kudos to you, yeah, player. Yeah. But but for me, it just wasn't worth it at the time, right? I made sure I thought really hard about that decision before I just jumped to it, and I just decided to stay close to home long term, or for the foreseeable future until I'm ready to make that jump. Fuck with that. You know. But man, we covered a lot, and shit. I don't want to drag this episode out too long because the shorter and the more condensed and more mm-hmm. condensed it is, the better it is sometimes. So people don't have to listen to two hours of talking. I know how you niggas' attention span is. I I know you niggas can't pay attention for shit, no matter how interesting this shit and good this shit is. I I know how you niggas get. But <laughs> with that being said, uh, closing thoughts, Angie. Anything that you wanna you know tell the people before we get up, go ahead and get up out of here. Mm, not really. I don't. I don't really think they'll be interested in me like that. And they come in, li- they share. listening for you. They came here for you. You know what I'm saying? They came here for you. They ain't coming here for me. They, don't f- they barely fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? My people barely well, fucks with me. Well, if they do, really, all the advice I got to say is just how we mentioned before, the things we covered, that to just surround ourselves with good people and everything, people that care about us, all that trying to fit in and trying to look cool she yeah it's all right but you know it all comes to our areas and everything that time point of the year when you're growing up and everything all i'm gonna say is just put in the work and everything try to be successful there's time for everything and it's just try to keep balance absolutely i couldn't have said it better myself even if i tried man shit you killing me and this shit like you might have to have your own podcast, goddammit. You probably do this shit better than me. 
But <laughs> with that being said, guys, um, I appreciate you guys for listening. I think this episode is going to be a little bit over an hour and about 10, 8, 9, 10 minutes. So it's a lot of content. I'm giving y'all a lot of – I gave y'all a lot of content this month and the previous month. You know what I'm saying? I gave y'all a lot. I gave about four episodes in September, so in, in August, I mean. So y'all got a lot to look forward to. Y'all got a – you know, you got a great episode here that you can listen to. You know, whether you listen to the whole thing right out the gate or you take your time with it, it doesn't really matter. I appreciate you for tuning in. If you made it this far, thank you. I appreciate you because you didn't have to sit through this whole thing. Um, but maybe you did, so I appreciate you. No we doubt. She, you. She, she said it herself, man. It, it, it really, like I said, it's a privilege for me to be here and it's an honor for me to be, you know, for me to be able to do this and have her come through and do the episode for me because she didn't have to, right? So I'm honored, I'm privileged, I'm grateful that she was able to come through and give her perspective on, you know, on different things and, you know, give us how she's doing and what she's been up to and how she's doing. And, you know, the things that have happened in the past that have shaped her into who she is today, you know. And, of course, taking a trip down memory lane and shit like that, you know, reminiscing on fun times, good times, bad times, all of that stuff, tough times, all of that, right? So with that being said, fellas, I don't want to drag this episode on too long. Um... As far as when I'm going to be back on this podcast shit, don't not expect it. No time soon. I have a fucking trigonometry exam coming up soon. I got a lot of shit left to do. So do not expect me to be back on here probably till about the third week of September. I'm going to be honest with y'all. If y'all do get an episode from me, it's probably going to be like a little short joint. But do not expect a one-hour episode no time soon, at least for the next couple of weeks. All right? I have shit to handle, all right? <laughs> These, no, so, as much as I love the podcast, it don't pay the bills, all right? I fuck with y'all, but got to handle business first, all right, fellas? So with that being said, man, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Once again, it's an honor, it's a pleasure, it's a privilege. And with that being said, man, y'all don't got to go home. Y'all don't got to stop listening, but y'all got to get the fuck out of here. Peace.